Welcome to Geeking Out Over Star Wars. This is the first episode of Season 2, and I'm so excited. My name is Zachary. I am joined by my co-host, as always, Shamari. Shamari, what is up, dude? Uh, hey, Zach. I am, I'm just glad to, be, glad to be doing the show again. Um, uh, you know, of course, we had our, our hiatus. And, um, you know, now we have uh, quite a bit to talk about on uh, basically a regular basis now with Boba Fett. Uh, Book of Boba Fett being out. Uh, so that should be fun. Um, and we have a lot of new books coming out as well. So very, it's a very exciting time. A lot is, is happening right now. 2022 really is the year of Star Wars. There's just so much oh, yes. coming oh. out. There really is a lot coming out. Maybe the most amount of um, Star Wars media in one year um, when we look forward. And that's something we yeah. will probably talk about in a further episode. But you're right. We got Boba Fett out now. Um, we got we got books out right now that just came out that dropped. Um, before we touch any of that, though, this is geeking out over Star Wars, where we do just that. We geek out over Star Wars. Um, like I said, 2022, year of Star Wars. We got a bunch coming out. Um, Boba Fett just dropped that. We're going to talk about High Republic. We're going to talk about um, that'll be the two main portions of the show today. Um, before I go anywhere, it's, uh, you can find this podcast anywhere. That you listen to um, Amazon podcast anywhere you listen to podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, follow, get them however you get them. That's we 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 really appreciate the support. Um, it has been a really long time. We have had a hiatus, as Shamari said. Uh, to anyone listening, it has just been a really long time since the last episode for Shamari and I. It's been a matter of a couple false starts, some technical difficulties he's been working through. Ah. Uh, Man, of course I get a phone call right this time. Um, uh, some technical difficulties we've been wa- working through have come up, and, and it's just been kind of annoying. But I'm really glad to say we, we are on a different system. Uh, we are using different software. It's all good. We're set to go, and I'm excited to keep talking Star Wars. Um, Shamar, are you excited, man? Absolutely. Yeah, very, very excited. <laughs> yeah, always excited to talk Star Wars, always excited to consume more star wars content uh so yeah i'm ready i'm ready to dive in i think we can do just that dive in um like i said two main topics for today's show um we have high republic which is kicking which just kicked off this week with wave three of phase one phase one being light of the jedi um this week two things dropped um and that is the fallen star by claudia gray which is the adult del rey novel and then Mission to Disaster by Justina Ireland, the middle grade novel. But that is only available on Audible and um, an, e- an ebook, Kindle, wherever you get ebooks right now because there was a printer shortage or some kind of malfunction. So we're actually not getting the physical copy until February. Um, but those books are available um, in different formats to, to um, consume right now. Have you started anything? Um, yes, I did start uh, getting through The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Um, I completed the first couple of chapters and the prologue of that. Um, and it's very good as so far as expected. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, honestly, I mean, I have to say I, I Markeon Rose is becoming one of definitely one of my favorite villains um, in Star Wars. Uh, 
And and I have to see where the story goes. But there's just a presence and just a just just a just it, it an essence to what he's doing and just um you know just a very very arbitrary nature to just the kind of the violence and chaos that he's causing but but he's he acts like almost like he's like a prophet or something or like, or something like that it's it's so crazy it's so crazy i love it he never seems out of control never seems out of control um, in the very, very, very few instances in which he does, he's just bashing someone or something. It's very, it's a very scary moment when he does. So it's, it's, he's a really good villain, really, really well done. And I just, whenever he's in anything, no matter who it's written by, it's always very good. So I'm, I'm just very pleased with that. The, the fallen star really opens up like touching on a lot of the characters within the higher public era so far. And so it's actually doing a really good job for me. Like you, I'm a couple chapters in. Um, and Claudia Gray has the unenviable task of actually tying in more characters than I think any of the other books had, because she's really taking everything from that this first phase and bringing it together. Um, <laughs> but you're right, we've already gotten some Marky on row. And you can tell that this guy just has a plan. And, and even since... Um, the end of the rising storm, um, when you thought that the Nile were defeated and leading up to this, all the comics, everything have said, oh, you know, the Nile are on the run. The Jedi think the Nile are on the run. But that is the, you know, that's the concept for this book. It's like, no, there's a plan. He's about to strike and everything we've gotten from him just furthers him as an, one of the great Star Wars villains. And I think he will be by the time this is all said and done, um, which is really exciting. We also get the uh, Markeon Row comic starting next week. Um, the two-issue comic by uh, Charles Soule that uh, that details his past. So that's I'm really looking forward that's to. It. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. That's that's definitely a day one a day one read for me. <laughs> and, you know, I, I've been I've been caught up. I'm actually caught up on all of the comics um, right now. I always do like right the two weeks before. The next wave drop, I already, I always just like binge through all the comics to make sure I'm completely up to date on everything. Um, but uh, right. that one has like there are actually quite a few drops next week, but that one has me the most excited because it's going to tie into the events of happen that are happening now. But it's also going to give us a lot of insight into this character. And and to be fair, right now we don't know much. He really is m- mostly presence yeah. with small hints that have been dropped. So that I'm really excited for. Um, I also, I, 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 I finished Mission to Disaster already, actually, um, because when I saw that it was dropped, Justina Ireland on Twitter had put up that it actually takes place before the Fallen Star. Um, so I know that you hadn't gotten to that one yet, correct? Yes, that's right. So, um, I, I 1000% recommend it. Um, I think it's the best of the middle grade novels. Um, I think it's better... In my opinion, I think it's better than her most recent outing, Out of the Shadows, which we both, I know, we didn't love. Um, so I, I actually think this is really, really, it's really good. Um, and it's actually really important. It feels really important. And she mentioned um, during the High Republic anniversary special, which I'll touch, in, touch on in a few minutes, um, that there are actually hints for what's going to happen in Phase 2 in that book. So Mission to Disaster feels very much like a like an essential read. 
um, more so than any of the other middle grade novels, Race to Crash Point Tower or Test of Courage. As good as they were, they didn't feel as essential. Um, I'm telling you, man, this one feels essential. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to check that out then. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Higher Public Anniversary Special, this is kind of where our news comes from for the week. Uh, they there was a. It's been one year since the start of Phase One, since the start of this whole publishing initiative, this wildly successful uh, publishing initiative, which I know you and I both love. Uh, what like oh, yeah. just completely so, love. We're in, um, I'm yeah. in awe of, and I love what they're doing. Um, so there were a few things dropped for the future of the higher public. Some hints. First thing is first. Um, I don't have the names up on on uh up in front of me right now but we actually have more authors joining the higher public um group which is really cool uh so that's that's exciting and that just that just means more that just means more content to love um, yeah um and it's natural right if like adding more authors it wasn't they didn't try to you know they didn't try to bombard us with so much information and so many different books at the beginning they really made this a small streamlined thing have gradually increased the amount of titles and now it just feels like the right point to bring in more authors. Do you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. And um, and and I agree. I completely agree with your outlook and just that it's more. First of all, it's more content, so they can release more books faster. <laughs> yep. So there's that. Um, and also. It's like you're just expanding the just the different uh, type, some of the different types of stories maybe that would that will get. Um, so I'm a totally in favor of it. I love like the, from a certain point of view books where there's just a bunch of short stories written by, by, you know, loads of different people. Um, so I'm, I, I'm totally in favor of it. And a couple of those authors from the, a certain point of view books are going to be the ones, and I can't remember the name specifically, so we'll bring this up on the next episode, but they're joining the group. Um, and I think it also just leads to a, per, you know, preventing any readers from tiring out from certain voices or authors, right? I don't see myself getting tired of Kevin Scott or Claudia Gray because everything they've released has just kind of been fire, fire, fire each time. Yeah. Um, but should that happen, should the audience want something a little different, a fresh take, a new perspective, a new writer, different voice really just kind of helps propel things forward, keeps it feeling fresh as we move into phase two and then later phase three. Um, we were also told during the special that phase two will officially kick off in October um, of this year, of 2022. So that is quite a ways away, but I know we have a lot of stuff between now and then, so that's exciting. Now, the other thing I want to get your thoughts on, and we have, um, it's, it's the biggest piece of news, is we got a hint for what, que what phase two um, for the High Republic era will be, uh, Quest of the Jedi. And they are pulling a George Lucas, and we are going to the past. So it is set not after the events of Fallen Star or after this era right now. It's actually set 150 years before the events of Phase 1. So we're going way back. Way back. And I'm, I gotta be honest, I, it's exciting, but I'm also, I have no idea what we're going to be doing. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea either. Um, uh, to me, again, it kind of, it kind of, it kind of makes sense when, just when me thinking of the Eclipse trailer that we saw, how nothing there looked familiar. Um, 
it does kind of it does kind of make sense and, and and even what we saw in that trailer looked very large scale <laughs> it looked like something that may have already been established like there were established factions and armies and i mean the old republic takes place over thousands and thousands of years so so i mean i mean this is this isn't isn't you know something that that you would think oh no they would never do that so yeah i mean this is um, this I mean, it opens so many doors to what they can do, and again, I just love that this is also this is all planned. I think it's it's so comforting to me that this is all planned, and isn't it? It's so comforting. <laughs> it, it's it's uh, listen, we we joke a lot about other parts of Star Wars, but it is so nice to have it a plan. Right. This is competent yeah. storytelling. It is. They know where they're going, and I'll say the same thing about Boba Fett once we once we get there. But yeah. like, this is confident storytelling because they know where they're going, they know where they're going to end up, but they're also open to exploring things throughout that time and and extending this if they need to. But they know what they're doing. They have yeah. a plan, and that's really exciting. You're right. The things that we saw in Eclipse looked a very different from what we what we had. Um, yeah. That what we have now, not crazy different. There are some things, some designs, vector designs, right? Like that you can tell are the same. So it's definitely part of that era. But it's going to be interesting to see because right now, the High Republic stuff we're getting takes place about 200 years before Phantom Menace. So you're going back now. This next part two, phase two, is going to take place 350 years. Yeah. 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 So this is going back even further. Yeah. It's going to. There's just it yeah. it opens like you said a wealth of possibilities in storytelling and it keeps things fresh. It keeps yeah. things fresh, you know, after you see what happens to these characters and whatnot and you have your attachments and and to see what forms the events. Like I said, Mission to Disaster actually mentions a an event and I won't talk about it right now, uh, no spoilers of course. Um but mentions an event that takes place over a hundred years. And you have mm -hmm. to assume that they're like, Oh, so this is tying in and whatever it is, it sounds awesome. Um, so that there's there's a lot that I think they can do, and and it's going to be really exciting. Um, I know that Kevin Scott is coming coming to an end. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of not completely switch years, but I'll talk about what's coming out soon, and then and then what to expect before the end of uh, for the start of phase two. So next week I know we have, like I said, Eye of the Storm, which is the Markeon Row um, comic, is dropping. Trail of Shadows number four. Or five, the Daniel Jose Older comic that explores, it's like the um, investigative uh, comic that explores what actually happened to Loden at the end of The Rising Storm and, and figuring out what the leveler is. Um, we're also getting uh, uh, the High Republic comic number 13, as well as the High Republic Adventures comic number 12. Um, now, for Phase 2, these authors talked about what they're working on for a bit. Justina Ireland will be working on the young adult novel again. Um, uh, Charles Soul. Oh, I forgot. Kevin will be going back to the. We'll be going back and starting the next wave of the Higher Public comic series. Daniel Jose Older will be doing the Young of, you know, the All Ages Adventure series. This time at Dark Horse, right? Because Dark Horse, um, is picking up the All All Ages comics for Star Wars. No longer at IDW. Um, so there's definitely a lot, and these these authors are all still deeply involved. So that's really exciting. Um, yeah, really, really exciting. Yeah, yeah, this is all this is all wonderful news. 
and again, like like we like we just said, I mean, the this is all so well planned out, and it's all been so good, also. Um, that it's just I'm just like, give me more. You know, it's like a gift. <laughs> I really like, have nothing. Like, even though I didn't love Out of the Shadows, right? Like, I, both of us didn't love it. Like, it's not a bad story. Not yeah, it's not bad. It's not I bad. Was, oh, it was terrible. Like, no. no. No, no, not a single not. piece of media released right now, media or, or story released at all, has not been bad. There's nothing obscene yeah. or anything yeah. happened that's yeah, so out of left field. Mm-hmm. Everything feels like it fits. Everything works. And it all feels like we're moving forward in this grand tapestry. So that's that's awesome. And yeah, I'll take more. I'll just take more. I will take anything at this point. Um, this This, to me, yeah. is quickly becoming... My favorite era of Star Wars, it just is, because it's it's the most cohesive era of Star Wars yeah, with, that, the mo- with the most amount of stuff in it. You could say, obviously, George Lucas's visions, you know, for both the original trilogy and prequel trilogy, are very cohesive. Yes, they came from one person, so those by themselves, movies, of course, but as an era so large, so so many, even more characters than we've met in the movies. Um, so many different types of stories that we're getting um, on such a grand scale. It's 100% my favorite era of Star Wars. So, uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely the best planned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I think that. I think, oh, that yes. I think that could be said for certain. Oh, yes. Um, and I will and, listen. I yeah. will defend the sequels at different points also, but no one can say they right. planned. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, because that's just like not factually correct, um, even if you like them. Um, and I and I do like. I do, and I do certainly like um, a lot of parts in the sequels for sure. Um, but yeah, this is this the quality of this content is just is is on another level. So talking about quality of content and switching up eras, um, the second part of our show is very much Book of Boba Fett, baby. Oh, I yeah. two episodes in now. We are two episodes in, and I can say I didn't know what to expect going in. Um, and I am, I am very satisfied with where we're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me your first impressions before we like dive into what's actually happened. Um, I would agree that it's, it's not exactly what I expected, but I am, I would, I would, I would, I would probably use the same word. I would say I'm satisfied and, um, surprised at various different things. Um, but but overall, I like it. I have to say, I, I do. I like it a lot. And I am certainly looking forward to seeing more that 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 I can say for sure. Oh, I this is is another case of. If you look at the structure and the pacing of the first two episodes, it's very confident storytelling also like they they know what they are doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they know what they want to do and what they're building toward. Um, I was. I, I I greatly enjoyed both. I enjoyed episode two more than episode one. Um, but I think together as a whole, like if I had to say there is like my one gripe and, and before we get into the specifics of what happened is I actually wish it was a two episode premiere because I think the two would have been just really good together. Um, I thought episode one just didn't have enough material, but episode two really did. So it would have gone. But like, that's really a nitpick. That's not a, it's not really a negative. Right. Um so the episodes are really split into two sections. You have present day Boba, who has 
who has killed Bib Fortuna, who all you know, who took the throne in Masaspa after Jabba the Hutt died at in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's current day. That's where we pick up after the Mandalorian, and then we get the flashbacks. Yep. Then we um, get the flashbacks. Yeah, and um, yeah. done through the framing device of there. He's in his back to tank, and so when and he sleeps in a back to tank, which the guy has taken like a serious beating and I'm getting a phone call again. Uh, but, um, it's, 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 uh, he, um, it, the back to tank framing device actually works really, really well. Um, I love the different parts we've gotten so far. And in the past, um, what, what are you liking so far the most? What, what would you say you're liking between the, between the present day and the flashbacks? What are you liking the most? Um, uh, so there are, so all the action in the show has been great so far. Um, so I've loved that both in the present and the past. Um, all the action has been fantastic. Um, uh, let's see. I think the growth that you see in Boba Fett in those flashbacks in the past, particularly in the second episode, um, just the storytelling of that has been very good. It's been really good. So that has been that has been great so far. And just the the kind of um, the very eerie kind of kind of uh, nature of what's going on on Tatooine in the present with the huts uh, is is I like that as well. So (laughs) those so far are my favorite parts and Fennec Shan as well. Um, And uh, I hope that we get a lot more of her as well. Yeah, Ming-Na Wen is absolutely killing like all yeah. the small amount of time she has. Ab- yeah, absolutely killing. Um, it's the present day very much feels like they're building. They're slowly building towards something. Like mm-hmm. they're, it's very slow with the present day, and that's fine. Like I'm totally okay with that. I think a lot of people actually, um, I've seen um, negatives is that they feel it's too slow. Uh, and fine if you want to think, but I think that's okay. I think that. Like I said, they know what they're building toward, and they're they're focused actually more on the past right now. So in the present day, we get that he is really trying to establish his claim, his um, uh, what is it, Daimo or Diamo of uh, Mossespa? Daimyo. Daimyo, thank you, thank you. The Daimyo of Mossespa, and he is coming up against uh, the mayor of Mossespa. He's coming up against um, uh, the Huts, right? We know that there are two twins. I don't know their name, but they're referred to as the twins, the Huts. Who are taking? Who say that they have claim to Mos Espa um, after Jabba passed? Um, mm-hmm. So that's what they're really building toward in the present. But in the past, we what we get to see is his. We get to see his escape from the Sarlacc, which everyone wanted to see. Yes, and it was pretty cool. Yep, he you know burned it alive and escaped out the sand. Uh, and then, um, and then we kind of see him. He's he is stripped of his armor by the Jawas. And then he is um, taken by the by the Tuscan Raiders. Um, and at first, the first episode, you watch that, and I'm going, okay. And you're starting to see that, you know, he's earning his place, right? Like at the very end of the episode. And full spoilers, so sorry. I, I We're going into it. Um, but at the end of the episode, he kills the, the monster. He's able to save. He earns the fortune of the people. Um, and then in the second episode, though, uh, he really becomes one of them, and he in inver- a, a lot of praise has been for the set 
for the second episode has been the way that um, they've really taken an indigenous lives matter type of stance and and really make you know showing that Tuscan Raiders have ancestral right to this to this land to Tatooine um, and has humanized Tuscans more than ever before. And we saw it a little bit in Mandalorian, and we're seeing it here. And I absolutely love that they're doing this. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's been really well done. Um, so, so I, um, so I, I definitely haven't seen this much of them, um, of the Tuscan Raiders since probably um, the Kenobi novel. Did Did you read the Kenobi novel? I didn't, but that is something that I also heard. I heard yeah. that also. Yeah. So this is the, the other than that, this is the most that I've gotten from the Tuscan Raiders, and that and. And John Jackson Miller did a good job in that novel as well of of showing them as, you know, they're not just, you know, just savages, um, you know. So so that was really well done, honestly, in this in in these in these two episodes. Um, I, I was I was going to get concerned that I, I will say this. I do hope that this is not the, not the last that we've seen of them, because I'm sure they'll come back. But I do hope this is this is the end of the of him kind of being stranded there, which is what it seemed like. You know, it seemed like he was stuck there. He needs to get his armor, his ship, and all that stuff back. So, you know, I do hope that this is probably the last of that. Of I hope I hope that this is kind of like the the end of an arc for that, and then that he can get we can get start getting to. How did he get from here to what we were seeing in Mando seasons one and two, where he meets up with Fennec Shan and he eventually finds Slave One, and you know we get to those events as well. So I'm because I'm assuming we're gonna see that also. You um, know, yeah, I very much the way you're feeling about that now is actually very much how I felt after the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. So I knew the first episode that we still had more backstory with the Tuscans to yeah. explore. But at the end of the first episode, I wasn't as invested in it. So I kind of said, mm, how long is this going to last? I kind of want to get more to the like, what's the next chapter um, in the backstory before he meets Fennec, yeah. before he gets his his stuff back. Um, but I, I really enjoyed the second. Now, again, I, I agree. I do think that we're probably moving on from this a little bit. Um, I do think it's going to be the end of arc. I'm curious to see how long his time with the Tuscans really lasts. Um, I don't think it can last much longer. He has been accepted, really, as one of them. He yeah. has fought for them. He has helped them regain control of the land from the Pike Syndicate. Um, so it it's very much like it seems it's coming to an end, this part of that story. So I'm very curious to see what they have. I wouldn't say I'm concerned, um, but I do I do hope that they don't get stuck in one area too much. Though, again, I do love the Tuscans, so like... That they're doing it so well um, that I wouldn't mind another episode that 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 showcases them as long as we're still also building up the larger narrative and tying it together. Um, yeah. So yeah, the story has uh, been done really well. Um, you know, it's been done really, really well. So I agree with you. I did like the second episode more than the first one, but overall, the story the story that's being told in the past has been done really well. Uh, it has been, yeah. yeah. It has been, like I said, confident storytelling, and they were very confident in this in this particular backstory. And I think it did. Somebody, um, somebody wrote somewhere. Um, um, and I was trying to find it a little a few minutes ago, but somebody wrote, um, oh here here it is. 
they understand that Boba Fett is a lost man always looking for family. And I actually really like that. I think most people were expecting going, a lot of people, not most people, I shouldn't say that, but I feel like a lot of people that from the negative side of things have have kind of seen, they think he's weak now, right? Like he is a nice guy who wants to rule with respect and, and not fear. Um, they were expecting this badass gunslinger that, you know, just shoots first, asks questions later or never. Um, and I think what they've done is humanize him even more. Which is which is awesome because he's somebody who really has grown up without a family. If you watch, right, he loses his father, his only relative, really, yep. because he's a clone. He loses his father in Attack of the Clones. In the Clone Wars series, we see him join up with some other criminals, right? And you know that's him, um, you know, him being him and a criminal and, and what he's known, you know, what he's used to because his father was also the same way. Not completely, but a little bit, a bounty hunter. Um, and then... You know, seeing he's also looking for a family and he doesn't he doesn't get that. And then we don't get much of him later on. But this feels like a natural evolution. Somebody who's looking for his family. We see in the flashbacks. He keeps seeing Geonosis. Not Geonosis. I'm sorry. Um, uh, uh, my God. The Kaminoan facility. He keeps seeing um, Camino. He keeps seeing Camino. He, he sees like his father's helmet on the on the floor of Geonosis in the arena. Um, so it is someone who I think is searching for family, searching for connection and hoping to find himself like purpose. Um, and that has been really cool to watch because I think they've done a really good job at exploring that. Um, yeah, yeah, they did a really good job, um, with that. Uh, did you see, did you see that, uh, I'm switching gear slightly, but, uh, Black Kerthanton, the, uh, the bounty hunter. Yes, I, I did. Is, oh, so, that is, cool? so is that him? Yes, yes, that's him. Oh, okay, because I was like, I was like, is that is that him? Because it looks like him. I'm like, is that him? I think I I'm think seeing, it, everyone well, is saying it's him, and I'm like, it's him. It has to be. I feel like it has to be. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be him. He was. That's very it exciting. Was, it was really exciting because you know the only. I was like, it's, wait it's a second. <laughs> it's, it's another character that we've literally only seen on in a comic book. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. See, that's, that's really cool. cool. Um, because a lot of the characters we've seen, we've seen them in some other kind of media medium before, right? Like like yeah. uh, shows, whether they be animated or live action. But to see it come straight off the comic book and a very popular character too, um, always plays well in the Afro comic books currently, yes. um, in the Darth Vader comic book by Kieran Gillen. Uh, so it, it it's just that that was really cool. That was really cool. Yeah, that um, was awesome. I I'm hoping we get some action. Because that's what I liked most about him. <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, you know we're oh, going to. So oh, you I, know I, we're going I to. See what 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 they're going to have him do? You don't put um, those two in the same frame and then not have it be an action show. Then yeah. you just know it. Just you know that they're going to build towards that. You know he's working with the huts. You know the thing with the huts is going to come to a head. It's going to come to a head. So, oh, yeah. uh, that that I that was really cool. I'm, I was really excited. Um. I'm okay because I know a lot of people are, want cameos. I'm actually okay with not so many cameos. That's okay. But this was really cool because it didn't feel like a cameo that took away from anything. It was just really cool if you kind of know the lore and you know that the can you know the canon, you know the other you've taken in some of the other media. So this was really cool. So do you um, think that we're gonna get like a like a, a Cad Bane or and and this one I think is more lofty, but or even in Omega. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Um. Yeah, you know, I. That's a great question. I think someone like Cad Bane is more. Um. It. Someone like Cad Bane is more probable. I would say. I think anybody in the bounty hunter side of things is really probable or possible. Like, are yeah. on the table. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, it, Boba Fett has had a bounty on him before. If you read the current like War of the Bounty Hunters arc, or Jabba uh, in the Star in the com- Marvel comic Star Wars uh, series by Charles Soule, and then all the other surrounding series by all the other writers and, and artists, um, he had Jabba put a bounty on Boba uh, and had every single bounty hunter in the galaxy going after this guy, a- every single one. So um, I feel like in this type of show and with his reputation and the things he's done in the past. Um, seeing that he's settled down, I wouldn't be surprised if you see some other bounty hunters or other people come after him. So I think any of those are on the table. Um, Omega, um, I'm gonna say no, but if the show wants to also go into that side of things, right? Like Boba is grip grappling with his identity as a clone, which I feel like he's moved past, but if he's grappling with that identity, then that's somewhere where I could see Omega coming into it, but I'm not so sure. Yeah, I'm more. I I would think it's more likely that we'd see a Boba Fett cameo in Bad Batch than the other way around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that would be a that would be a that would be the place for it. I think. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've loved I've loved the the cameo so far. I I'm so glad we get we're getting because I was wondering where the present day conflict was was going but i like that the huts are involved now i know i basically have a good feeling of where this is going yeah i think the it's been they did a good job in that second episode by introducing the huts the way they did that um you guys you kind of have an end area insight and we kind of know what we're working toward and that's it that'll be cool to watch build up so um what are you before we wrap this up what are you looking forward to for the rest of the season uh, for the rest of the season, um, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of action. Um, I am uh, uh, a lot of action, some good story. I want to get some more in the present in the present time, though. I like what they're doing in the past. Um, I want I do want to see more more time passage. I feel like not much time has actually passed in the present. Um, and I feel like that may actually be different in the past. I feel like several days or even weeks, maybe have passed in the past. I don't know, but, um, but yeah, this I'm I'm looking forward to, to just seeing more happen. And I think we're I think we're gonna get that in 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 a very large. I would I would definitely expect that from what I've from what uh, from what from how the creators are hyping up the show. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I agree pretty much on everything uh i think the show is building up towards something very slowly but i think that um you're right the first two episodes the it's been like i think it's over the course of two days honestly in present day um whereas the past it's been a lot longer so it might be maybe in the past we're actually going to kind of speed things along up to the point of the mandalorian whereas the present day might just move slower um, and be a day-to-day type thing, which is okay, as long yeah. as, right, they, they even each other out. Um, um, but I think what they're doing 
works. I think the or the the exploration of the character. I think we haven't really we hadn't said this yet, but Tamara Morrison has been phenomenal. He's been fantastic. He's been absolutely phenomenal. So that's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, watch going forward, and I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it with you too. Um, over the next few weeks, um, when yes. we get some more episodes. Um, so that has been the end of our Book of Boba Fett discussion, and well, really, the end of the show. Um, we are really excited for 2022 in terms of Star Wars content. I I don't think that's uh that, that actually might be an understatement. I don't think we, I'd be lying though if I if I spoke on behalf of both of us when I said that. No, no, um, I, I I can't wait. We have we got Kenobi, right? We got Kenobi, yeah, Kenobi this year. Is like Andor. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Kenobi is I I my my excitement level for Kenobi is so high, but like I'm just not even like touching that right now because I, I, there's just so much other stuff releasing by then. If I just keep myself focused on that, I won't be able to focus on anything else. Um, we got Kenobi. We got Andor also, which I think is going to end yeah. up being better than most people think. I actually I actually think it's going to be really cool. Um. And that's that's really exciting. It's um, we're, we're getting Bad Batch later this year, also. Right? Yep, yeah. we're getting Bad Batch season two. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to drop this year, but Ahsoka, possibly this year. Um, we might also get um, Mandalorian season three at the end of that's the year as one. well. Is that this year or next year? I'm not this year. I think. Okay. I believe they started filming at the end of last year, at the end okay. of 2021. So if if it kind of follows the way it's always been followed, it'd be at the very end of the year. Um, right. So, but we'll see. That I could be completely wrong. I have no clue. I'm not on in the inside of that situation at all. Uh, so, uh, but but we definitely have a lot coming out between the books, um, any news that drops about anything else, um, and then all of the Star Wars on TV, which really seems to be like where it's going to thrive over the next few years, which I'm okay with if they continue up with this. Um, quality um and seriously disney is putting a lot of money into these you could just you could just tell like it's it looks like a movie and it's not but the amount of money they're spending is insane um so we have a lot to look forward to um i'm excited to keep doing this show i'm excited to make sure that this show is on a more regular pace which will be cool um shamari i love talking to you every every time we do this man um where can people find you uh, yes, I, I love it as well. It's, it's always, always a good time. Um, you can find me um, at the New Generation Podcast Network. That's NU Generation Podcast Network. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, so please look us up. I have a Star Wars podcast on there called the Imperial Broadcast that we do as well. We also do do we also do Boba Fett reviews on there as well. If you ever wanted to check those out. I do that with my brother Kendall, so please do ch- uh, check that out as well. Just um, making this announcement: no one has invited me onto that show, and so I'm going to try not to be sour about it to talk about Book of Boba Fett. That's okay. That's okay. Oh, I'm not no, sour. You're, you're definitely coming. I'm not on. sour. I'm not sour. <laughs> you know, all I want is an end of season talk. That's it. An end of season talk. I'll hold out for that. I'll hold out for that. So, you people, anyone listening, please look out for that as well. Because Zach is gonna come on. <laughs> oh, thank We're you. See, so you you put it out there now. You have to. You have to do it. You put it out there now. Um, like I said, that this has been geeking out over Star Wars, where we do just that. We geek out over Star Wars, like I did at the end. And I'll, one more reminder: if you really liked what you listened to, um, that means the world to us. Uh, we love talking about Star Wars. We love sharing our love for Star Wars. 
Um, we, you know, if you like what you heard, please like, subscribe, follow wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Apple. Um, thank you for joining us and we will be back soon.